Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, August 27th, and we are starting a new series today that will go throughout the month of September, but we're starting it in August. And then, like, maybe one week in October. I don't know. It just depends on how this goes. We'll see. <laughs> but we're doing what we call Bat Madness. Well, actually, Jeremy and his wife call Bat Madness. And this all came about because Jeremy's wife was, like, claiming that the best Batman was George Clooney Batman. <laughs> that's right. And and we have to tell her, no, that's not right at all. <laughs> So this bracket has been made now of all these Batman movies, including the Keaton movies. We've got BVS on here. We've got Robert Pattinson, Batman, and of course, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and Christian Nolan, Christian, no. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan, (laughs) Batman. (laughs) Trilogy. That's what we're starting on today. We're going to go through those three movies in this podcast, and at the end of it, we're going to name what we think is the best of these three movies, who will then go on to face another Batman movie later on. So, are y'all ready for this? As I'll ever be. Oh, wow. (laughs) Jinx. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. (laughs) Yeah, dang it. I love cocaine! (laughs) (laughs) That's great. All right. So, we're going to start off where it begins, with Batman Begins. With the pearls. Oh with, my gosh. With the pearl. <laughs> so many pearls are going to be dropped during this entire series. Yes. <laughs> so many pearls. <laughs> this is probably the most definitive, like, Batman pearl dropping story there is yeah. in, like, all of the the mythos of Batman in movies and anime. That's one thing I will, I will specify as we're starting this up, is that we're not including Batman Mask of the Phantasm, oh even though that was a theatrical release movie and stuff like that. We're not we're not including that. <laughs> and we're not including Batman 66, the movie either. So so Adam West is out and Kevin Conroy's out. Oh my gosh. It so, would be no contest if Mask of the Phantasm <laughs> was on this list. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this to me, anyways, this is like the most definitive like Batman origin whatever you want to get as as far as begins. And honestly, I feel like begins like kind of breathe new life into Batman. Yeah. As far as the movies go. Like I remember seeing that for the first time. I was like, what? Like the detail they went into as far as like, even down to like the gauntlets and like where he got those from and stuff like that. And, and linking those to the league of shadows and stuff like that. Like it was, I don't know. It, I, when it first came out, I was blown away by it. I thought it was amazing. Same. I I loved, uh, I was telling my wife because she watched these with me. um, And uh, I remember being in the theater because this movie came out, I want to say, like pre, like what I'm getting at is like the internet was around, but like leaks and things didn't come like a mile a minute on the internet. And I remember being in the theater and seeing the trailer for this movie. And like, it's one of those trailers that like, it doesn't lead you to know that it's a Batman movie until like maybe like a third of the way in. And you just see these shots of like 
a guy in like a Sherpa outfit in like white tundra and like he grabs right. a blue flower and he's going anyway. And then it eventually shows the like, I don't know, that like cupboard, like cabinet thing opening up and you see like the bat cow. And I was just like, oh, we're getting a Batman. I was like, I was literally a, a Jonah Hill, like the meme of like, ah, we're getting, the, we're getting a Batman movie. <laughs> Okay, well, since we've gone down, down memory lane here with this real quick, before we actually get into the city of it, what's y'all's whelming on it now? Like, does it stand the test of time? Are y'all still overwhelmed by this? Is it still exciting to watch? I'll, I'll say, like, I'm I'm still pleasantly whelmed with it. Um, I mean, and then, of course, my, my youngest son going like he got on a kick there for a little while running around the house going I'm Batman <laughs> and like <laughs> so I had to like earlier whenever I was watching it um and uh, he was he came in and I was like hey come here, come here, come here. This, this this is your line and I did the whole like whenever he pulls Falcone out of the, the limo and he goes I'm Batman and he just started smiling and I was like there hey, you go but uh <laughs> Yeah, I'd still say I'm I'm pleasantly well. I still really enjoy the movie. Okay, I um I have to say the same. I'm pleasantly whelmed. Um, if it wasn't for uh, another movie in this uh, section, I probably would say this would be the winner for me. Um, but yeah, I'm still pleasantly whelmed. I'm not. I was overly whelmed way back in the day, if you will, if the if the whelming yes. meter existed back then. Um, <laughs> but I think because I've like I have watched this movie honestly, all of these movies a billion times. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that because <laughs> I was quoting this movie word for word to the point where my wife was like, you're going to have to shut up now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So do y'all have any, like, all right, so before I get into that, well, my Wilming. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, so I, I'm, I think I'm like you, Richard. Like when I first saw this, I was overly whelmed. It'd been years since we'd gotten like a live action Batman movie. The last one would be the Joel Schumacher, uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, that was the George Clooney one, was it not? Yeah, yeah. I, Joel yeah. Schumacher's the director of those. Uh, Got you. Those two movies. Supposedly there's like a Schumacher like version of that movie or whatever. Director's mm. cut. Anyways. Um, Back in the day, I was overly whelmed by this. And like I said, it was more because of the detail and stuff like that and like how grounded they try to make everything. And I thought that I am probably like, I am not the biggest Ra's al Ghul, Ra's al Ghul, however it is you want to say his name. I am, I am <laughs> not the biggest fan of him at all. Like well, he kind of gets on my nerves. Uh, real quick about that. Uh, it's pronounced Ra's al Ghul. But I, as a 90s kid, watched the animated series where he was called Raz al Ghul, so I've just called him Raz the entire time. Which right? I love that they even give a third, in this movie, they give like a third pronunciation of that lady. She's like, am I saying it right? Is it Raz al Ghul? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm not the biggest fan of him. And I, I still am like not even sure as to whether or not uh Taken Dude, I can't think of it. Liam Neeson yeah. was actually was he <laughs> was he Raish? Was or yeah. was he yeah. did he just take yeah. up the mantle of Raish? Mm -mm. Like No, he was when, when that movie was coming out, I remember looking up on IMDB that he was playing like a no name person. Uh Ducard, I think was his name in the movie. 
Yeah. And when he shows up, the like when when Wayne is in that prison and he shows up and he's got the goofy goatee, I'm like, oh, he's Ray. Right. He, he's Ross. He's Ross Al Ghul. He's yeah. and he's like, I'm, you know, so and so Ducard. I'm like, no, you're not. You're Ross Al Ghul. And then they have uh <laughs> they have another guy, I, I I can't think of his name right now. Uh he's a famous actor, but uh who is Ra's Al Ghul. But I'm like, no, no, absolutely like Liam Nielsen fits that like Batman the animated series Ra's al Ghul, like the look of him anyway. Right. He just needed the great temples. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> yes. So uh, Liam Neeson playing, I thought did a great job. Mm-hmm. And but my I'm telling you right now, um Scarecrow took it for me. And honestly, I think they did him dirty and they didn't give him enough like screen time yeah. in this movie or the later one. Like I thought him, I was so hyped to see Scarecrow as as a villain in the movie. I was like, yes. Like, it's not the Riddler. It's not the Joker. It's not Mr. Freeze. It's not any of those other villains that we've seen before. Like, this is somebody new, and it's freaking awesome and so grounded and completely plausible. And I was, yes, absolutely yes. I'm so here for this. And then, you know, they pulled a whole swapsy and brought in Race and I was like, oh, yeah, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. <laughs> yeah, I I will agree. I I will say like uh, retrospective, looking back on this, um, there's not enough Jonathan Crane in this, which is weird because um, Nolan is like obsessed with Cillian Murphy, who's the actor that played him so much that Cillian Murphy was originally slated to be Batman, but he like wow. they did pre- uh, yeah they did screen test like. There's footage out there that they eventually like let out to the public of him, I think dressed as like Bruce Wayne and doing like a scene as Bruce Wayne, and it it just doesn't work. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say I honestly love to see that. Like I could kind of see him being like a cool Batman, hmm. just but like it's too creepy. I guess actually being Batman <laughs> though, like not necessarily Bruce Wayne. Mm. But like Batman, just that stoic, silent looking like he has that face for that for me. But man, he, I thought he's great for Scarecrow, though. He, yeah, he is because he looks like a serial killer. To me. <laughs> 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 um, you were mentioning uh, you're talking about the origin stuff real quick. I One of my notes for this is I love the origin story. Like they take basically the comic book origin, but get rid of all the dumb stuff. And I like this movie as like an origin for Batman. Yeah. I, I did originally, but I hate that basically Ra's al Ghul and the League of Shadows made Batman. Yeah. Like, I well, hate that aspect of it. Yeah. And they changed, they also changed the, uh, they changed the League of Shadows to the, uh, or they changed the League of, because in the comics, it's the League of Assassins. Right. And they, and they change it to the League of Shadows because I think if Bruce went to that place and they're like, oh yeah, we're called the League of Assassins, he'd be like, I'm not cool with this. <laughs> like immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh especially because he draws the line for at killing that guy. It's like, yeah. bro, it's in the name. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I I like it because there is a connection with Roz. And the, my one complaint though with Roz for me is uh he doesn't call him detective. I know he's technically not a detective yet, but I always like in the animated series, he never calls Batman Bruce. Or Batman, he always calls him detective. And I, I just find that really cool. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Well, like you said, he's he's nowhere near a detective, and he really doesn't even play the detective role in this like trilogy of movies either. Yeah, uh, which is about par for every Batman movie, like except for the animated. Yeah, I, two like there are some detective y moments. Two has the most detective y moments, but it ain't yeah. great, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, you've been quiet. Oh, well, no, I mean. Part of it was just learning more, like, because I mean, I, you know, <laughs> watching these is back before all this, obviously. So I just there's there's more about these Batman movies that I I was I was excited just to know what all I missed in it. <laughs> oh, got you, got you, got you, got you. And like, there the cool thing with Nolan, there's this whole theme of fear throughout all three of these movies. Um, no one has even come out and said that there's more like the first one's fear, the next one's dealing with uh, I think like loss or something, and then the other one's dealing with like anger. Um, so it's very interesting. But uh, there is a theme of fear, at least at least I can tell when watching all these back to back throughout all of them, and I really like that. And that's what I mean by the origin changing. Like for our listeners who don't know, maybe Batman's like comic book origin, but he, you know, his parents die. You know, we see the pearls, which I, I got to mention that too. I forgot to, while we were talking about it, my wife wanted to bring up that real actual like pearls, like expensive pearls are, are, are tied so that when they break, you don't lose, but one pearl, right. they don't actually spill. out. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what she's implying is that apparently uh, Thomas Wayne uh, cheaped out on them pearls. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that my my wife has had a set of real pearls and they were not tied behind each set. So we we've but they are known yes to be tied behind each pearl. Yes. Yeah. Um but yeah, no the uh, the origin, you know, they die. Um he goes off, learns how to basically be Batman if you will, comes back to Gotham. He tries to be Batman before Batman. He gets stabbed by a hooker. and he he's laying there dying in his father's study and he has a little bell to ring for alfred but he's like if i can't do this if i can't like i need somebody to send me a sign send me some sort of sign and i'll ring this bell if not i shall die here tonight and right when that happens a bat crashes through the window and he says the line that's it i shall take the form of a bat and then he rings the bell and Alfred comes and heals him. And that's how he becomes Batman. That's what I mean by like, they took all that dumb stuff out and they just made it like, no, he's afraid of bats. And he's using that sort of fear to gotcha. Im- impose onto the criminals of Gotham, which I don't know why you're scared of bats. They're quite cute. If you actually look at them, like that one eating that banana, like he's adorable. It's like a sky pupper. <laughs> uh- I'd have to disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> really? They're so cute. Uh, no. They're flying rats. No. Yeah. They're not. Oh, absolutely. Some of them look some of them look like actual like dogs. You should mm. look it up. You should look it up. I mm, yeah. I, I would I'd be right there be screaming, die, devil bird. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'd be uh, just devil bird. <laughs> little ace ventura. Yeah. That's great. That's great. All right. So do do we want to wait till the end and do like a closing statement and and this give our 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 favorite of the trilogy or do yeah. do we want to go ahead and ask if this is either any of ours? I, I say we do it at the end. 
Okay, yeah. keep our listeners in suspense. <laughs> to hear that, guys, <laughs> gals, suspenseful. I I do I do have just a couple of things real quick, and I'll just burn through them. Uh, the things I don't like, and it also kind of extends throughout all this trilogy. I hate the Rachel Dawes stuff. I wish, yes. like, oh, I wish I'm fine with her in this movie, but like when she says, like, oh, we can't be together. This is your true face. Yada yada yada. I think they should have ended it there. Um, and then I'll get into more what my idea should have been for the next two movies. The other thing, and I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I hate the Tumblr. I've always hated the Tumblr. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's so big and bulky. It looks like the Dark Knight Returns bat tank. Um, it, it just bugs the crap out of me. Yeah, like I'll say like that. To me, it's really cool just because of it's a like it, it's a like a tank, but it doesn't. It's cool if it wasn't up for Batman. Yeah, like if it was just like I mean, just as a separate vehicle, as its own thing. Like I think it's awesome looking and like all the different like whenever he I know it's, it's not necessarily or is it yeah when he goes down into the tunnel and like fires and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, it, like that kind of thing is cool. But I have to agree, like to me, that's not. That's not what Batman should be in that big old thing, but yeah. 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 A lot of his vehicles, except for maybe the bike in this series, are kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And even the way the bike turns, like it's super cool. But at yeah. the same time, it's like those fucking guns would come off the front of that thing. There's no way they're staying on. <laughs> I, my, my note for the next one is as much as I hate the Tumblr, I fucking love the Bat Cycle. And I, I love, yeah. I just, since we're talking about it, might as well bring that up. Yeah. And then, I'll get to the bat when we get to that movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other thing, uh, the last two things I have is just, I laugh every time I see this movie when Rachel has been uh, gassed by Scarecrow and Batman is literally driving <laughs> on top of the roofs of, of, of uh, houses or apartments or whatever you want to call it. And he turns to her and it's not as bad as like the next movie with the gravelly voice. Matter of fact, this one's okay, but he's like, stay calm. You've been poisoned. And like, she's like, basically, we don't see what she sees, but I'm assuming it's like what Jonathan Crane sees yeah. of like this devil man, like bleeding black goo from his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll mention a few, but uh, in the next one, but uh, all three of these movies have the best thing about Nolan and these Batman movies is there's just so many great quote, uh, quotable uh, lines and uh, the the one I wrote down for this is it's not who I am underneath it's what I do that defines me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what he says <laughs> so uh, speaking on the voice I feel like the voice gets worse oh, as yeah. the trilogy goes oh, on oh hands yeah. down yes oh like, yeah <laughs> it, it gets worse and like gravelly like yes. as as like because I remember watching this uh, yesterday actually and I was like hey the voice isn't as bad and then like I skipped Dark Knight and went to Dark Knight Rises. I know that's out of order, but I was crunched for time. And so I wanted to remind myself of the one that I knew that I wasn't going to remember fully. And so I went on to that one and I was like, my God, his yeah. voice. Yeah. I can't stand <laughs> yeah. it. No, I, I absolutely like it's fine in Batman Begins. The Dark Knight, he cranks it up. And then the Dark Knight Rises, he cranks that thing to 11. <laughs> like, it, yeah. is, it is so bad, especially... <laughs> World Order! Yeah, yeah. The, Motherfucker, what did you say? 
Yeah. Anytime he beats anybody and he's like, where is she? Who like what he beats Bane and he does it. And I'm just like, God, it's so bad sounding. Number two, because I will say Christopher Nolan crafted a pretty great story throughout the three movies. And they all are very like cohesive, like it all links together. It even circles back, honestly, from what I can tell. So like I think story-wise, throughout the trilogy. He's created like a really great story overall. And that each movie can kind of like in their own stand alone and, and be okay. Uh, except for the maybe the third one. The third one, you kind of have to know stuff from other movies to be like, ah, okay. But I'm with you on Rachel. I would say get rid of her. I personally would have wanted Selena Kyle introduced in the first one and that to have carried over into each movie. Until we got, you know, and then three played out the way that it did. That's what I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, I kind of like that. My idea is introduce Miranda Tate in the second movie. Like we have Rachel. That's Bruce's love interest. She realizes that she's like, oh, we can't be together. So Bruce is done with her. Like he's still friends. She can still be in the movie, but they're not like love interests anymore. Yeah. We introduce Miranda Tate, who is... Whatever. This, this movie came out in 2012. Miranda <laughs> hates Talia al Ghul. <laughs> and, but we don't know that yet. Because the reason why I say this is because I remember when the third one was coming out, and I know I'm getting to the third one, but, and they uh, cast that actress as yet again another, like, who, M- Miranda Tate? Who the fuck is who? Miranda Tate? Yeah. 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 Who? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I was like, okay, this is weird. And then, like, as the movie was going on, I'm like, oh, she's totally all cool. She's totally totally all cool. And then, of course, she reveals it. And I'm like, yeah, we fucking knew it. Like, <laughs> oh, see, I didn't know it. Oh, uh, well. On the first uh, watch. Like, but, I mean, after you watch it the first time, you're like, oh. Yeah. I hated that. I hated that reveal. I know we're skipping the third one, yeah. but I hate, yeah. absolutely positively hated that. And I might have liked it better had they gone the route that you're talking about. The only thing I feel that's wrong with that is that, you know, the loss of Rachel is what put him in the position to go into the third movie the way that they did. So, but if you X out Rachel altogether, and honestly, I hated the Talia al Ghul storyline throughout the third one. I think that's the worst part of that movie. Well, uh, we'll get into the third one, but I I didn't do it. But the uh, spoilers for the third one, it should be rewritten altogether. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, let's let's talk about the second one. (laughs) You got anything else, Jeremy, for the first one? Uh, The one thing I was going to mention is like, it seemed like whenever he's in that mask, it must really like pinch his nose because he like breathes like he's like such a mouth breather whenever like it just <laughs> I noticed on my rewatch the bottom of his nose is covered. Yeah. Oh, now, is it? It could, it could be fabric, but yeah. yeah, the bottom of his nose is like covered. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Pete Holmes, the guy that does the X-Men stuff that I, I tell you all about, he does a, a bad man skit that was done with college humor in his own. Uh, he does a great like lip like also if you'll notice especially because my wife mentions in the second movie when uh the harvey dent scene the two-faced scene is happening and um i forget what batman says uh anyway he he's doing like lips like he but i think it's because christian bell's like this actor you know what i mean he's an actor 
And, uh, oh. <laughs> and because he can't emote behind a, a fixed cowl, I think he's doing like lip acting, if you will. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Lip eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lip eye emotions. Yes. That's funny. All right. On to The Dark Knight with Heath, Leather, Heath Ledger's Joker, Christian Bale's Batman again. And of course, Christian Nol- Christopher Nolan still taking over helm of this trilogy. Uh, a lot of returning characters and cast and stuff like that, except for Rachel. She got recast only to die. So uh, <coughs> that kind of sucked for that actress, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, a lot of movies, when especially like comic book movies, when they start adding more than one villain, they kind of like start going like, they don't do well. Like it, it just kind of gets to become too much. Um, the introduction of Two-Face though was pretty cool in this one. I, I really enjoyed the way they did that and stuff like that and how, you know, and, and then just the, the cosmetics for him were awesome. Oh, too. God, yeah. yeah. It's all VFX. It's all CGI. And was it, it is. Yep. Oh, I, nice. one, of, one of the things I was looking at, I was trying to find like trivia stuff to talk about, like behind the scenes. And one of the things is, um, Nolan did not want any prosthetics on um I can't remember the actor that plays Two-Face but they uh they didn't want it on there because the his idea of Two-Face is his face is being removed so if you add prosthetics it's going to look bulkier and thicker so it's all VFX oh, okay yeah. okay that's really cool they and did a good job of it yeah, I, yeah my note for it is Marvel should take notes yeah <laughs> Yeah, my my note is Two Face VFX still looks amazing. It's 15 years later, and it still looks better than uh, what we're seeing today. Oh, that's funny. All right, so (laughs) speaking of 15 years later, Wellmings, does this movie hold up? Yeah, oh yeah, to me it does. It's this the one that holds up better than all. I mean, obviously, everybody will mostly agree is that um, with Heath Ledger's performance and everything, like it just it stays right up there. And uh, I mean, there were so many moments in in that movie that just caught you off guard and really had you thinking. So I, yeah, I'm definitely still over, overly whelmed with this movie. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think I'm still overwhelmed by this movie. This is, um, Ledger is amazing. Um, the, I'll tell a quick little, when I saw this movie in theaters, I was, I was a big, like, Oh my God, the night's tale guy. Like, He's gonna be uh, Joker. I was very against Heath Ledger being Joker. <laughs> yeah. And when the pencil scene comes up, yes. I, I yes. specifically remember being in the theater and he's like, I'm gonna do a magic trick. And he like stabs it. And then he's like, I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. And the guy gets up and he slams his head down. I remember the audience, like before that, all that was going on, you were hearing the general like, audience noise like people kind of whisper talking to him eating popcorn drinking soda it was dead silence i remember hearing a girl like go like <gasps> kind of thing and then it was just <laughs> dead silent and i immediately was like he did it the motherfucker did it and like <sighs> he embodied to me like the comic book like he didn't look like the comic book version but at least the terrifying like the terror that is the joker he he just pulled it off and i thought yeah. It's amazing. It's still amazing to this day, I think. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing, too, is he's funny in a lot of scenes. Like, my wife loves the scene when he's blowing up the hospital. Like, and uh, <laughs> yeah. a yeah. trivia, yeah. I don't know if y'all know this, but a, a little fun factoid, if you will, that scene when he's, like, clicking the detonator and smacking it, 
that's ad-libbed because the pyrotechnics weren't going off at the right time. So his whole like turning around and looking at it and it's not going off and he's like throwing his hands up in the air. That's all ad lib. That wasn't supposed to happen originally, but it worked. Wow. And it's, it's hilarious. I think. No, yeah, yeah. It's a great ad to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I said, I, I didn't get to do a rewatch of this. So I'm, I'm going off of memory and stuff like that. So I don't mess. Ne- I won't necessarily say that it held up or anything like that. Cause I don't think that's fair. Uh, I, I will say this. It's one of those movies though. And there's, there's a handful of them that I can pick up anywhere if it's on TV and just start watching it and have no problems watching it. And it, it's kind of one of those staple movies that like if there's not like if there's nothing on or whatever, then I see that I will de- absolutely click on it just to have it going and, and to watch it and stuff like that. Heath Ledger's performance is freaking amazing in it from what I remember. That was probably my favorite thing like most everybody else with this movie. And and that's honestly where I get, that's honestly where I sit there. And you'll hear me say that like a villain is what carried these movies. Nobody had a problem with the villains in Batman Begins. Everybody absolutely loved Ledger as the Joker in this movie. And nobody had a problem with Two-Face in this movie. But once we get to the third one, a lot of people have a problem with the villain. And that's because Christian Bale as Batman cannot hold it. Like, to me, he is not the best Batman. He never was. And so, like, that's what... I feel like these were all villain movies. And Christian Bale was just a, a good Batman at that... Decent Batman at that time to to carry the role. So... Yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong. But I will say, like, an asterisk to that is, like, before that, we got uh, Keaton, which was great for its time. And then we got the the Joel Schumachers. And at the time, people needed something that was, uh, you know, more grounded in realism, I think, in, which is what Nolan wanted. Um, yes. And I argue that all great <laughs> stories need to have a good villain for it to be interesting. Uh, I think we, Absolutely. we complain about that with every single Marvel movie that has an um, awful villain. There's only like a handful that are, <laughs> are decent villains. Um, but yeah. No, I like I don't think he's the best Batman either. I think uh he's in at least some of the best movies. So like I, I guess like so like Ant Man, for instance, like Quantumania. Like that's not a, a critically acclaimed or whatever, but there's not a lot of people crapping on it though either, from what I can hear. Yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> but Kang is also an amazing villain. And had they done Modoc better and right, I think we would heard less because Modoc was a big complaint about that movie. I, I don't, I, I Modoc is a big complaint, but I don't think that well, the stuff I've heard hasn't been that it's mostly the disjointed <laughs> sort of storytelling there. But anyway, well, yeah, and, uh, like to me, I was, and I know this is like completely sidetracking, but to, like quantum mania, Ant-Man for me, like I know going into it that, I'm not going to analyze this one too much because it's just, it's like, I feel like it's trying to be like the comic, comic relief Marvel yeah. movie type thing. And so like, like that, that, I don't put too much stock in its storytelling a whole lot. Right. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm getting at though, is that like Quantumanium didn't get a whole lot of crap, had a great villain in Kane with Jonathan May. Yeah. Okay. And then look over at guardians of the galaxy. That's probably been the best one we've had in a while. 
Yeah. It's, and old Chuck did great as the high evolutionary. It's arguably yeah. the best one because of really James Gunn. I, I don't think that yes. one's good because of the villain, honestly. I just think it's good storytelling of where Rocket and all that stuff. But regardless of that, we're getting way <laughs> off on that. I don't care about arguing <laughs> about MCU villains right now. Let's talk about the Dark Knight. <laughs> no, I got you. I, my point is, is that I feel like the villain just has a lot to do with a storyline. Yeah. And, and when it comes yeah. down to it, Christian Bale himself couldn't hold over a good Batman movie is what it boiled down to. So, and then, like, when we start talking about the Schumacher and stuff like that, like, those villains weren't that great either. Like, the Bane that we got was not a great Bane. Oh, the, the Bane. Poison Ivy wasn't a great Poison Ivy. Spoilers! Like, Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, that's what I'm getting at, though. But, like, you know, Jack Nicholson is the Joker. That was great. Yeah. Freaking love that. Uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin was pretty, it was crazy and weird, but it wasn't horribly bad. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, little psycho, but still pretty good like that's kind of what i'm getting at is that like uh, having a good villain like even if the hero is not the best that, the, that you could get like having a good villain though that kind of like drives it yeah at least for me anyway so my argument there is that the the batman begins has weak villains and to me i think christian bale carries that but that's just me i think that i i think he's fine he's a fine batman i don't think he's the best like i said i'm agreeing with you i even said that i i agree with you that most great stories have better villains than heroes but i just wanted yes. to put a little asterisk on that that just because like i don't think we should just throw bell under the bus because i think there's far worse batman out there than than bell <laughs> <laughs> oh yes and we'll explore them but <laughs> bell i i don't know i i i feel like Bell never got crap for being Batman, and it bothers me because I'm like, why do you want to give him? Crap? What do you hate about Bell? <laughs> I don't hate about Bell. I mean, there was that whole scene that like fit he pitched in one of the movies. Yeah, the, as it was the Terminator. Done. Was it? The, yeah, it's Terminator yeah, Salvation. Salvation. Yeah, I thought it was on one of the Dark Knight films he pitched that fit in. No, but maybe it was Salvation. No, it was, he was Terminator doing all of them at the same time. So that was kind of like his shit. Whatever. That's kind of like what he was doing there for a bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, <laughs> I I I'm with y'all. Heath Ledger, I freaking I that took it for me. That he did great, absolutely great, and I'm glad that he kind of stuck it to a lot of people that were like, "Oh no, we can't have Brokeback yeah. Mountain guy doing this. We can't like come on, like yeah. give the bro a chance." You know what I mean? And like the same thing happened with freaking. Ben Affleck when he was playing Daredevil. It's like Ben Affleck didn't ruin that movie. The writers ruined that movie, y'all. I'm just letting you know. So. Yeah, I, I I agree on that. Like, I mean, because um, just you know, kind of what like what Richard was saying before about some of the most quotable lines in here, like me. I mean, you you can I mean almost quote everything that uh, Joker that Heath Ledger said oh, as Joker yes. and everything. Like he had just yeah some amazing lines, and he the way he I mean obviously the way he, that he delivered them was just uh, just it was insane. So, yeah, yes. I mean, it was just, it was a lot of, and like the cool thing to kind of go on with what you're saying as far as having a good villain, like it, it even helps too that like he in turn created the second villain of this movie. Yeah. Like a part of it. And he just like, just being that strong of a character and just that maniacal and everything, like still affecting the whole city pretty much. And like just making it capitalize there was just, uh, that was really cool. Well, the the cool thing, uh, real quick about your quotable lines, just 
the note I had was a lot of quotable lines in this movie and all of them really, some of the ones I wrote down, if you're good at something, don't never do it for free. Uh, obviously you want to know how I got these scars. Uh, some men just want to watch the world burn. You either die a hero or live long, long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> this one's one of my favorites just cause I like saying it in other points in my life. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I love this one, and I, I kind of want to get into this eventually, but um, uh, I took Gotham's White Knight, and I brought him down to our level. It wasn't hard. You see, madness, as you know, is like gravity. All it takes is a little push. Um, very the killing joke uh, in this movie. Okay. Th this movie is Nolan takes the, the killing joke and kind of Nolanizes it, if you will. Uh, slight spoilers, Jeremy, because I know we eventually will read that for those who don't know, like our listeners. Um, the killing joke basically is uh, the Joker kidnaps Barbara Batgirl. Uh, she is Jim Gordon's daughter, if you don't know that. Um, he does something to her. I'm, I'm being vague because I don't want to uh, spoil the, the story. He then kidnaps Jim Gordon and ties him up naked and puts him through like a fun house ride with these images of the thing that he did to Barbara to try and drive him crazy because he's trying to prove to Batman that all it takes is one bad day to turn anybody into the Joker. And that's what he's kind of doing with the boat and what he ends up doing to Harvey at the end of the story. And uh, it's great. I, I like it because Joker loses, uh, but technically he wins, if you will. Right. And there were plans for him to come back. For, yes. has, for Ledger to come back like that the whole yeah the the last movie was not supposed to be no what it is yeah he uh, I honestly I know for a fact that he died while filming The Dark Knight so I think that ending to The Dark Knight with Harvey Dent that originally probably wasn't what it was intended oh I didn't know that yeah, he he died while filming it. They didn't have the like that's why it kind of just ends and we never see the Joker again like yeah. you know when he's hanging upside down laughing. Yeah. That's the last scene, I guess. I, they don't ever film movies in the order that you watch them, but I'm just saying like Right. That's the, the last la thing that made sense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know that I I'm pretty sure I heard Nolan in like an interview or something like that that was like, yeah, I had plans for I had more plans for the Joker than what we got to see. Oh man. The uh when Scarecrow shows back up in the in the third movie, I think that was intended to be the Joker. I think that was going to be a Joker scene where he's could you imagine he's wearing like a judge's robe and a powdered wig <laughs> yeah. and and he's like, you know, goofing hamming it up like he does. I I th I absolutely think that would have been a ledger kind of moment. I could I could see that and I want to see that actually now. Yeah. Um I just it, it just goes back to like what I said earlier. I really hate that they didn't do more with the scarecrow because I wanted to see a lot more of that. Yeah. That was just that was great. Yeah, I'd be be interested to know how he is in the comic because in, in that just in that little movie, you really did he he really wasn't much to him. It was just, he would spray a little bit of gas at you, and then that's about it. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, yeah. I mean, that's. And but it seems like he would have a little bit more um, influence or a little bit more plotting than what uh, what they show in, in the movie, as far as like he's just kind of. He's kind uh, of a lackey. 
like a high end yeah. lackey, honestly. Oh, even in the comics, he is. No, in in the movie, they made yeah, him okay, like yes. a high end light yes. lackey kind of. Yeah. So. He's also a Taser Face before Taser Face. The Scarecrow. Huh? He got shot in the face with a Taser. Come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is woo. Like way over. <laughs> My bad. That's funny. Oh, um, I'm trying. I'm just. I'm trying to remember things from the Dark Knight. Uh, I, I like I said. I think this is the most detective work we ever see of Bale's Batman. Um, there's a couple of things where he's investigating like a crime scene where the Joker has like killed a couple of people. Um, he takes a bullet that's been shattered into the wall and then like recreates it and yeah. uses a, a computer to like piece it back so he can get a thumbprint off of it. Uh, that's the most detective-y stuff we'll ever see from this, this <laughs> Batman. Um, so it kind of sucks, but I thought I'd at least mention it. Um, the thing I like is the suit. I, I think the suit uh, b- previously before we never had a Batman that could turn his head. I like it. <laughs> One of the trivias is uh, like behind the scenes, the stuff that Bale or excuse me, Bruce Wayne mentions in the movie to Lucius Fox is the same reason why they redid the suit because uh, Nolan was like, I want him to be able to look up, turn his head, do all sorts of stuff. So I just think that's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like, if you watch Batman Begins, he's always like hunched over, like looking slightly down. So he has to like turn his head all <laughs> weird, like he's C three PO. I was talking about <laughs> Keaton. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> the Gordon. I think Gordon is the closest we ever get to a comic accurate Gordon, because Gordon yeah. isn't just some chump. Yeah. In the Batman universe, he's quite smart. He's outwitted some Batman villains before, and this trap that he lays to catch the Joker, I know the Joker technically wanted to be caught, but still, I like seeing that Joker, I mean, that uh, Gordon that is, like, very smart and doesn't need Batman sometimes to get the job done. Yeah. yeah and I, I was, there was going to be a couple of things I meant to mention, too, is, like, in, in this series, it to me, it's one of my favorite Alfreds and and Gordon's in this, like they, both of those were just really, really good to me. And I like in this one that like you almost get two Alfreds and like Morgan Freeman being like the second Alfred. It seems like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh man. And I, I love his character. Yeah. I love, uh, Lucius Fox in this with Morgan Freeman. And yeah. I do like the Alfred, the third one. I hate that Alfred. I hate him. <laughs> Uh, I don't like the like. I wish you wouldn't be Batman, Mister Wayne. I and anyway, we'll oh. get into that. I, I really because Alfred is very like Bruce's ride or die, and he's like, okay, whatever, we're gonna do this. All right, and he makes funny jokes and stuff like that. I, I do love him in these first two movies. I'm not. I'm not denying that. I'm talking about the third one, um, especially. I love the you know whatever he says something about like. You know, if that day happens, I'll tell you so, or tell you I told you so. Oh yeah. And then that day happens, and then he's like, I'm, and he says something about like I'm not going to say it. And then as they're walking up to the elevator, he's like, but I did bloody well tell you so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably like that's what I love about Alfred is that even though like Bruce is, you know, supposed to be the world's greatest detective, and that you know he he's got all this gadgetry and he's so smart and all this other kind of stuff, Alfred's like quips. And Alfred, like in the comic books, Alfred's quips and Alfred knowing best. Like, I love 
that he kind of trumps Bruce that way. That like he, you know, Alfred himself is not the greatest detective, nor, you know, the smartest man in the world or anything like that. But the fact that he's lived the life that he has and has and bases a lot of his stuff off experience. And I feel like we got that. And I feel like we missed that a lot of the times, especially in the earlier versions of Batman, like how much Alfred actually did mean to like that cause or whatever the case was. Yeah. In that, like he would keep Bruce on his toes and he would come back with like whatever for Bruce to kind of like think about and like marinate over and then be like, Oh, Alfred's right. Yeah. Yeah, I Alfred is one of my favorite. Like he's his dad essentially. Like even though Bruce yes. lost his real dad, Alfred is is Bruce's true dad. Yes. Um yeah. I hate the Rachel stuff. That's one of my notes. Again, I hate the Rachel stuff. I Should have been Catwoman. Yeah. I I agree like something. So I have a different love interest. Um and then the only other thing that I had was uh the this was the first comic book movie to reach a billion dollars worldwide at the time. Oh, wow. Really? Yep. Not That's now. Crazy. Like, it's been broken, but <laughs> at the time, oh, yeah. when this came out, which was uh, 2008, it was the first comic book movie to reach a billion dollars. This came out the same time as Iron Man and Hulk came out. The Incredible, I apologize, The Incredible Hulk came out, if I'm not mistaken. So this was like right around when the MCU was actually just starting to like develop. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. I want to say Iron Man had come out after this movie or maybe like a month before because it was like a summer release. I was going to say it's right around the same. Either, yeah. like you said, right either a month before or a month after it was, they were like right there. Mm-hmm. So, and then it was like a couple months later that uh, Edward Norton Hulk came out. Yeah. The other thing... um, in this movie, I, it's a fun little fact or whatever, and it, that's that'll be it for my notes for this movie. But uh, there's a guy in the movie that I was always like, my headcanon is this guy's the Riddler. And there's a, a lawyer that works for Wayne Industries, and he discovers who Batman is. He discovers that Mr. Wayne is Batman because he's yes. digging through all the like files and discovers the Tumblr, like the, the blueprints for the Tumblr that Lucius Fox and he notices that R&D is like burning through tons of money. And uh, anyway, apparently in the, in the little like fun facts about this movie is his name is Reese. They don't give him a first name, but they call him Mr. Reese. Which, like Edward Nigma, his name is Enigma. It's mystery. So it was like a little uh, nod to being the Riddler. <laughs> that's cool. Anyway, I just thought it was fun. Well, I just need Jim Carrey to pop in. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got anything else, Jeremy, to add to this? Uh, no. No, I think I'm good. No. Okay. It just cool. Sorry, it just kind of threw my, my thought process off because it's actually raining here. Oh, wow. <laughs> God's Hadn't smiling rained. on us. He's giving us rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hadn't rained here in probably like two months. All right. On to the finale of this trilogy, and this is The Dark Knight Rises. I think, like Woo. what you were saying earlier, how I didn't put the two and two together <laughs> of The Dark Knight kind of being an, an homage, if you will, to The Killing Joke. That's pretty cool. I didn't never, I never thought about that. Uh, this one to me always gives me like 
the Dark Knight Returns kind of vibes or whatever, because it's an old Batman coming out of retirement and stuff like that. And we got like this weird Robin scenario that kind of comes up. <sighs> and, <laughs> and, and and I'm also meaning like the first part of the Dark Knight Returns, because I could see Bane kind of being like the mutant leader and stuff like that. So just subtle little things, hints towards it, but still kind of its own being. Well, I figured it was Nightfall because that's the that's the story where Bane breaks the bat. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. And Batman gets replaced by Azrael, which I I thought they were gonna like originally watching this movie like way back in the day. I was like, is Joseph Gordon Levitt gonna be uh fuck? What's Azrael's real name? I can't think of it right now. Was it's, it John Paul? Yeah, John Paul Valley. Yes, John Paul Valley. Yes, and uh, the Order of Saint Dumas, like Saint Dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dumas. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I really thought that's what where they were going. I'm like, oh, holy shit, are we gonna get an Azrael Batman? <laughs> nope. Most people call him Robin. Oh God, I fucking hate. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go like. Spoilers for this. I think this is the worst of this trilogy. This is the worst movie. And I honestly think it's Nolan's worst movie, period. Nolan's made a ton of great Gee. movies. I think this is his worst movie. Well, it's it's so badly. Well, all you, Go well, ahead. All, all you needed was just the button to push on Bane. And it'd be, be no, good. D- d- look, we're, we'll get, to, trust me, we'll get to Batman and Robin. <laughs> Um, so strap in on that one. Uh, put a strap on them, yeah. No, uh, um, the uh, the so Nolan, I don't know if y'all remember this, but do you remember back in 2012 they were doing the Occupy Wall Street where the 99% versus the 1% in uh, like basically Wall Street was like crashing and like our government bailed it out and. Everyone's pissed off because these mega, like the 1% mega rich people were basically getting bailed out because they made fucking stupid mistakes. Whereas us, the 99% don't ever get any help kind of thing. So that was going on while Nolan was writing this story. And that is what happened. Like that's what's influenced this entire story. That's why there's the whole like Bane, you know, telling the, the people of Gotham, Gotham to take back their their city from the corrupt and the ultra rich and throw them out into the streets and yada yada yada. Um, I just anyway, I will get into that. I, I went off on a tangent. I'm sorry, but the Robin thing really bugs me. <laughs> I get that, like if we had had that exact scene and instead of her saying Robin and she said Dick Grayson, the average moviegoer would be like who? And I I get that, like. But it's so dumb when she's like, oh, you, you should use your real name, Robin. And then, I don't know, to me, it confused me. I'm like, is he going to be Robin? Is he going to be Nightwing? Is he going to be Batman? Like, what is he? What's happening here? Right. There's no payoff at all other than like they just they finally got a Robin yeah. in on this yeah. trilogy. Like that was that was it. What I mean, I was, was hope. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I mean, was there any like thought of doing another movie or was it always just going to be a trilogy and just be done it was originally going to be a trilogy i think i want to say uh nolan wanted to do yeah he wanted to do a trilogy but when he uh heath ledger died i think he wanted to just sort of end it there but 
I think whatever Warner Brothers brought him back probably with either a contract or a, a boatload of money because he constantly said that he wasn't going to do a Robin. I do remember like reading articles and stuff like that back in the day of how he didn't want a Robin. He didn't because he wanted this more grounded Batman. Like if Batman actually existed in this world, what would his villains look like? What would he do? How would he act? All this stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, there definitely wasn't a plan for a fourth movie. There was talks of, because if you'll w- go back and rewatch Man of Steel, uh, Christopher Nolan has a uh, credit in those movies. There was talks of originally making the Man of Steel universe in, like, it's involved with the Nolan universe. So we'd have Bell Batman and, uh, what's his name? I can't think of it. Cavill Superman. Really? Yes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I, I would have thought it would have been Roth's return, Superman Returns. Mm. Only because those were like closer in yeah. like age as far as like the time period and stuff like that. And then the... Yeah. So just, the thing that I remember back then was because Dark Knight made a billion dollars, WB was like, you know the secret. So that's why they had him work oh, yeah. with, with Snyder to <laughs> yeah. do Man of Steel because Man of Steel is more of a grittier more grounded, if you will, in realism, kind of Superman. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not like super real because a guy can fly and shoot lasers out of his eyes. But anyway, <laughs> back back to the movie. And uh, yeah. Anyway. I, so I, I always, not always, re-watching this movie, I really wanted, because, you know, they, they kept calling him Blake. Yeah. And I was like, I really was hoping they would kind of make him Tim Drake. Mm. like like redoing a rewatch and stuff like that I was like I wonder if that was supposed to be who that was supposed to be was like it was that was supposed to be Tim Drake because more than likely at the time that's who Robin was comic book wise but I can't remember for sure yeah most Um, definitely I don't think Damien was around yet I don't know maybe he was Jason Todd had already been killed off and become Red Hood oh yeah way that's way way back there Morty um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah you're probably right i want who was a one of the robins becomes a detective for like a hot second and was it dick i can't remember dick became some kind of an agent or something like that there for a bit yeah no i I know the agent grayson story but one of them actually became like a gcpd detective oh i didn't know that i want to say it's it's uh tim drake I don't know. Someone's probably screaming at me right now. That would have been a bigger payoff to me. And, you know, it would have related, I think, more to the comics. And it would have been, it would have been better than them saying, oh, you should go by your name, Robin. Like, yeah. Who the fuck names your kid Robin? Like, (laughs) come on. Uh, And then I just offended somebody out there who's got a name of Robin. Probably. Well, I was thinking uh, Robin Williams. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only good one, though. (laughs) Um, yeah, and uh, then, the one that came to my mind was the How I Met Your Mother Robin, but that wasn't a good Robin. No. Because <laughs> that story just... You know, but anyways. <laughs> the uh, the overall... So, like, one of my issues is, like, the overall plan for the League of Shadows, like, I get it. They, they're, they like, we're, we're super evil. We're going to give people hope. As, like, Bane mentions about how, like, when he was in this prison, he realized one of the best ways to, like, really break somebody is to give them hope, even though they'll never have it. Um, and their idea is to, you know, basically section Gotham off from the rest of the, the world, 
and g- tell them that this bomb's going to blow up, but they have hope that they'll survive and live through this, but in reality, they won't. And But it, the way they explain it and stuff like that, like, I understand all that. All that makes sense. Okay. But it sounds like they plan on surviving this and then continuing on doing League of Shadow stuff in the future. But then Talia just presses the button, and if it weren't for Gordon doing what he's doing, the bomb doesn't go off. So I was like, how did they escape a, whatever it was, like a 40 megaton nuke or something like that? <laughs> the same way Bruce did whenever he got rid of it. Yeah, well that... <laughs> now, now you're getting into other stuff that I just fucking hate about this movie. <laughs> like, how the fuck did he survive that? <laughs> what? I mean, you could just argue that What's his name in there? Uh, just planted all of his his uh, his scrolls. Oh, oh my lord! And then just <laughs> <laughs> I just went around watching. I was like, oh wait, I know this guy. And I was like, oh, he was just in uh, oh Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays uh, Daggett in this movie. Yeah, huh? uh, he's the business mm-hmm. guy that Bane. He he's yelling at Bane oh, at one point, and Bane like yeah. rests his hand on his head and on his shoulder, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's like, "I've paid you a lot of money," and he's like, "Just what what is it?" Uh, and you think this gives you power over me or whatever? I don't know. Yes. Anyway, and then he like yes. kills him, and they cut away, which they do that in the Dark Knight as well when Joker kills Gamble. There's this weird awkward cut where they don't show how the Joker killed someone or how Bane killed that guy. I think that it was due to keeping it PG-13. Right. In my in my head is he turned Daggett's head around. <laughs> like, in other words, his head was now facing his back. Yeah, because he didn't, like, die instantaneously. No. Like, you heard him screaming. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I definitely think all that stuff was because there should have been a lot of blood whenever Joker slammed that guy's head into a pencil. Yeah. Like, that, that should have been <laughs> yeah. a bloody mess. Oh, yeah. And there, there was yeah. none at all. So, really just the eyeball still sticking there kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, so this kind of brings me to like, I, I really think, because you got the two love interests of Talia al Ghul and, and Catwoman. This, I think you should have done away with the Talia al Ghul completely. I think Bane should have been the solo villain of this film. And Catwoman should have been, should have been sprinkled about or whatever throughout the other two movies to really make this like, loving and and you know uh, good ending for batman really a, a thing because i'm like how does this like he was just sitting there banging talia earlier on in the movie yeah. and now he's like living his life the best life or whatever with, with catwoman like come on yeah and, no. and that's always like a ship that everybody's wanting is batman and catwoman anyways so like just, just yeah. do catwoman throughout the whole series yeah this movie you talked about uh i think the flash last week being, you know, crammed full, too much stuff in it. This movie has way too much stuff in it. Like, yes. they put try to put way too much stuff. I agree. At least put Splinkle... Uh, I would have, like I said, I would have liked the Miranda Tate stuff just because it would have been cooler to have that reveal of like, oh, shit, this woman is Talia al Ghul. Because yeah. to me, it was very, like, easy to predict who she was. Uh, I like the idea of Catwoman because um, I, I, too, am a Batman and Catwoman shipper. Um, I, matter of fact, one of my notes is I love just the little bits that we get of them together. Like the scene where 
she betrays him, but they're like working together to take down those um yeah those thugs in the tunnels, the Bane thugs. I just love that. I, I think that's a really cool moment where she's like, he's behind you. And he's like, who is? He's like, me. <laughs> it's just cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll also say this, like Anne Hathaway has never been my like favorite Catwoman. In fact, like when I, when I first saw it or whatever, I was like, I don't like her as Catwoman at all. Doing this rewatch though, like I was kind of like, you know what? She actually did like do a pretty decent Catwoman. Uh, they do. They don't seem like age wise. They don't seem right for each other as far as like a relationship goes. But like her as Catwoman was, it really wasn't all as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, she did a she did a good job of like doing the flirty type thing with with Batman and all that. Yeah. Well, and just her fight scenes too. Like just because yeah. Catwoman can get down. So like, I, I I was told I was pretty you know rewatching. I was like, oh, you know what? I, I got to take that back. She was actually a pretty decent Catwoman. I don't mm-hmm. dig the costume completely, but yeah. it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, my wife likes the mask that makes like the cat ears. I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't like it. I also don't like that. She doesn't have her whip or her claws. Instead, her claws is like a weird stiletto heel. That's like bladed. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I do like her, uh, acting as Catwoman. Um, I will agree with that. I think, I think the visor flip up is cool. It's a cool idea. Yeah. And makes it practical. But at the same time, I'm with you. Like, I don't like it, but for what they're going for. Okay. I I would rather something else, but okay. Yeah. No, it's a very Nolanized version of Catwoman. Yeah. And it, it works for the movie. I have no like real honest complaints. I'm just as a fat nerd guy talking about comics. <laughs> I'm like, I would much rather have like the comic Catwoman. Honestly, my favorite Catwoman is probably the the video game, the Arkham games. I love that version, which is very much kind of like the comic book where she's got like the the biker helmet and like the whatever the leather one suit that like zips all the way yeah. up and she's got her whip and claws. Julie Newmore for me. Yeah. Batman 66, Julie Newmore. That's my that's my favorite <laughs> Catwoman of all time. Uh, I know this much. We didn't do any kind of whelming on this movie, and I don't know that we need to now, especially with with Richard. But let's go ahead and let's just have fun doing this. Jeremy, what's your whelming on this? Um, I, I mean, I'll just say I was whelmed to pleasantly whelmed, just because you know this was and basing it off of the way I was back then, because I just didn't. I was just enjoying movies back then, um, <laughs> and so didn't have much of a problem with it. I mean, granted, Bane was a little, his voice was a little funny, no, a little weird, but, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll say, I was, I was like, into the pleasantly whelmed. <laughs> Richard. Uh, I'm underly whelmed. I was underly whelmed when the movie came out. I, like, seriously, I was. I was very underly whelmed. I hated everything about it. Like, Bane, to, to say something good. Oh, sorry, we'll get your whelming and then I'll, I'll talk about Bane. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say I'm probably with with Jeremy. Honestly, I'm I'm pleasantly whelmed with this movie. My biggest complaint being that as much story as they tried to cram in it, they made this a fucking two and a half hour movie. Like this shit should not have been two and a half hours long. And I think that's what really like pulls my whelming down so much is that because I'm like in that whelm pleasantly whelmed area. Because what I like about the movie, like, I actually really like about the movie. But what I don't like, I fucking hate about this movie. And so, and, and like, 
it, it really is some of the timing. Like you just, it takes a long time to watch this last movie. Oh yeah. It, it's way too long. And you mentioned time wise. It, it it's like 45 minutes into the movie before we fucking get Batman in a Batman movie. Like <laughs> it's insane to me. All that like Batman is like somehow broken his body, even though like eight years, he just sort of ran away from the, the Harvey Dent stuff and didn't do Batmaning anymore. Like all of a sudden his body's broken to where he needs like a prosthetic, like augmenting thing for his knee but they never address that. Like after that, he's just, he's fine now. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. I wish they would have cut all that and just said like, he just isn't Batman anymore. Uh, anyway, the, the Bane stuff. Like, okay. I hate the Bane voice. I hate it. I've always talked about it. I love that the Harley yeah. Quinn makes fun of it. But <laughs> like I said in the other movies, and I will agree on this, Bane has some of the coolest damn lines of all three of the movies. And I have them all down. Yeah. I love I love some of these. Like, uh, peace has cost you strength. Victory has defeated you. I love that one. Uh, the theatricality and deception are powerful agents to the uninitiated. But we are initiated, aren't we, Bruce? Members of the League of Shadows. I just I love the way he he does deliver it. I hate that. Yes. I hate that uh the 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 voice in most times, especially I don't know if you remember this, Michael, but they released they did it with the Dark Knight and they did it with this one. They released the first 10 minutes of the movie for IMAX. And where we lived, they we didn't have an IMAX theater, I think, at the time, or maybe we did. I can't remember. I just remember going to an IMAX theater to watch the first 10 minutes. <laughs> and okay. they mixed so the, Nolan is always critiqued about his audio being terrible where you can't hear a damn thing yes. when you're watching the movie and I, I specifically remember the plane scene where Bane says you know like well perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane but what I heard when I saw the first 10 minutes was well, perhaps he was... <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> what the fuck did he just say? And there was a, a big critique on that. So just before the movie came out, they supposedly redid the audio to make him sound clearer. Um, okay. Oh. But yeah, no. I'll uh, say this much real quick, since we're talking about the volume, uh, that like, Rewatching it all through uh, the Mac streaming service, I was constantly having to go up and down okay. the fucking volume. I like, think constantly. So I have this whole trilogy on Blu-ray, and I didn't watch it on that, but I watched it on the Mac streaming, and I think Max fucked something up because I had the same. <laughs> there was points where <laughs> something would play, and I thought I went fucking deaf. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Begins I have on DVD and I didn't have that problem at all mm -hmm. and like watched it and no issues. But then like like I said, um with with Rises, I watched that through Max and I was like constantly fucking up, fucking down, fucking up, fucking down. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad it was I thought something was wrong with the TV <laughs> or something. I was gonna ask y'all about it and I forgot to mention it. Um yeah, the... Thought your wife was messing with your hearing aid, so... Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, uh, I, of course, the I love, you know, you fight like a younger man with nothing held back. Admirable, mistaken. 
This is the one that gets quoted all the time. You think darkness is your ally, but you merely yes. adopted the dark. I was born yeah. in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man, but by then it was nothing to me but blinding. blinding. And then he snatches him by the throat. I love the next line, honestly. He says, the shadows betray you because they belong to me. I love yes. that line. Yes. And then, yeah. um, and then, of course, when he eventually breaks his back or doesn't break, like dislocates a disc, he says, you know, ah, yes, I would wonder what would break first, your spirit or your body? Yes. Or your body. Yeah. <laughs> Your spirit or your body? Like, I, <laughs> I'll uh, say this much. Like, Bane, for, for Christopher Nolan going for the whole, like, realistic or whatever, hate the voice, love, I, I particularly, I like the voice. It, yeah. it, I think it's different. I think it's, it, I don't know. I enjoy the voice. I like the voice. Uh, Tom Hardy looks stout as fuck <laughs> yeah. as Bane. I like the idea that the mask is for like medicine to like basically like keep his body numb or whatever the case is. And that he does show signs of like an abnormal strength. Oh yeah. Whether that be from the numbing of the body or whatever else the case is like that it doesn't get explained, but I don't need it to be explained any either. Uh, and, and so, and he also is portrayed as being pretty intelligent and like Bane yeah. in the comic books is pretty freaking intelligent as well. So all in all, like if the to, for me anyways, when I hear people that are like, I hate Bane because of the voice, like I, I, I kind of want to be like, just just kind of look past the voice. Yeah. Just look past the voice a little bit. And if you have him as solely the villain of this movie, I think it's a better movie. Well, in my opinion. So. Yeah, like I hate, I hate the Bane voice and I will make fun of it <laughs> till the day I die. But I too, like honestly, Bane is up there with one of my favorite Batman villains because of what you said. Uh, Bane is a, a huge threat to Batman because yes. he's a brilliant tactician and he can fight and he has venom. Like not the symbiote, right. but the the serum that he uses to bulk out like rage like Hulk okay. out, if you will, even though he's not in the, <laughs> the Marvel universe. I'm trying to find things that people understand. Um, Venom, Hulk out, yeah. it's all the thing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, we we get that. Well, it's the first time we get a like really close uh, Bane to the comics. I just, I hate the mask. I like the more luchador mask, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, I, I get that we can't have Venom in that. I'm fine with him. Like, I, I, I get... And honestly, I hadn't even thought about it. The mask does fight back the pain. So that's why he's able to, because at one point you see him, he punches something. It's like a brick wall and it just like shatters. It's like near the end mm. of the movie. Yeah. When Batman and Bane are fighting. Um, so I hadn't thought about that without him, with with the mask restricting pain, he's able to push his body to the limit, if you will, when fighting. That's actually a, a cool idea that never really clicked with me. I just wanted the Bane from like the comics and that that's that will always be my issue with a lot of characters in movies is yeah I just want that con like I want him from Santa Prisa Island I want him to have that Latino sort of accent like to me the the video game the uh, uh what is it called uh, Arkham Origins Bane is in that movie to me that's peak Bane that's one of the best Banes ever uh, I love okay. that Bane um but yeah I I like I said just say nice things He's got some cool ass lines. He is very much a threat mm. to Batman. Honestly, the the first fight with Bane and and uh, Batman is my favorite scene from the movie when yes. they're fighting in that tunnel area. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy. 
Well, no, I, I, I agree. Like, I mean, I, that's one of the things I liked about this one. And I agree. I, I like the, I'm with Michael. I think I, I enjoy the, the voice. It was just something different. Uh, but the biggest thing is that I, I like that he's actually intelligent and doesn't just, just roar, destroy or whatever kind of thing. <laughs> um, Jeremy's sleeping on the uh, couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy Bane in this one. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was definitely nice to see a change of things in that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the, the other thing I just wanted to, I'm back on my hate for this movie. Uh, the bat. <laughs> I hate the bat. It doesn't look cool. Yes, fuck that. It looks, no. yeah, it, no. it, it doesn't look cool. Oh, the hovercraft thing? Yeah. It, they call it the bat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. And they don't call it the bat wing, which annoys me. They call it the bat. And the reason why I hate it is not what it you It comes th- in black. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, Mr. Wayne, if you want to know, it does come in black. Um, That's when he knew he'd <laughs> fucked up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, like a Twinkie, like a Twinkie. Um, so anyway, uh, the, 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 the reason why I hate the bat is there's a line uttered in this movie where Bruce is telling Robin that the whole point of Batman is that anybody could be Batman. And when you see the bat, you're like, how does every, like, who the fuck can afford that butt Bruce Wayne? Like, (laughs) not everybody can be the Batman. And the other thing that annoys me is, is immediately, I feel like immediately when you see that, at least with the tumbler, you could, you, and the motorcycle, you could think maybe he's like a mechanic and worked on something. But when you see the bat, that is like something that, it doesn't even look like an, at least with the Batwing, it's like a jet that's just Bat-themed. Uh, the Bat looks like something out of sci-fi. You would immediately go like, oh, it's Bruce Wayne. It has to be Bruce Wayne. Like, who else could afford this and have the the means to build such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just say, as far as like the Tumblr and then the bike and stuff like that, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, somebody just got really creative. Yeah. Maybe it's an engineer. Yeah. You know, something like that. And... <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, what the fuck is it? Like, that doesn't even look like a, a regular plane. Yeah. It looks like a fucking grub. Yeah, it flies. Does. <laughs> it does. It looks like a bug of some sort. It's so weird. It, it, it like, so back in the day when I'd go fishing and stuff like that, it looks exactly like you'd sit there and dig around for like worms and you'd sometimes find one of those like white grubs and they'd be all curled oh, up yeah. in like a sea. That's exactly what it looked like to me. It was like one of those white grubs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate the bat. Fuck, I, no, I hate it. Yeah, I do too. It was just, it was terrible. And I, that was the other thing I was thinking too. I was like, who are these contractors that he gets to install all this stuff? <laughs> I mean, like, all everything, like, whenever he brings it in and, like, all the, the platform comes up out of the water and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, I mean, does he just somehow give them some kind of forgetful serum or something or just, like, punches them hard enough that they forgot that they who they were? It's skirponking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they uh they do explain that in the comics but i do not remember what he does i think he just like you said he just pays them off yeah never mind the giant dinosaur and penny over there <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want to see that so bad i need a i need to see a dinosaur and a giant penny and some playing cards and stuff like that like i need to see all that yes yes i will say like the setup 
going back to the first movie at the end of it, setting up the Joker with the card and stuff like that. That was probably the hype as fucking thing. Yeah. Like before there was in scene credits and shit like that, that Marvel started doing or whatever, that fucking playing card was everything. Oh I was yeah. Like, I know. Motherfuckers. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I agree. Go. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I was, I was the same way. <laughs> uh, the, the thing I basically said is the ending is dumb because it's basically spooled at the v- very beginning of the movie. Like, to me, it was one of those, like, oh, this is how the movie's going to end. When Alfred's explaining, yeah. like, every every year I take a trip to Burma and I have a whatever drink. He's the most British person ever. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> holiday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> holiday. That's right. They call it a holiday. Uh, and um, anyway, and then the movie happens the exact same way. And I find it weird because I feel like Bruce is like, Selena, we have to be here on this day in this restaurant at this exact moment so we can look across and I can see Alfred one last time. I, I like the idea that Bruce is like keeping up with Alfred Yo. to like know when when he's probably going to be in that that place or whatever. Oh, he absolutely yeah. would still keep up with, with Alfred. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got. Yeah. I, I think nah, I don't know. Anyways, I think they fa- I think they failed on Joseph Gordon Levitt. He that could have been something really cool, and I hate that like it didn't. It was it was all for nothing. Yeah. So because I was really excited to see like what Joseph Go- jo- hmm. Joseph Gordon Levitt could have done with a like Dick Grayson or Tim Drake yeah. or somebody like because I think he could have fit that part back then. I don't know what he's like now. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think he. I don't know that he could fit anything now. But yeah, I don't know. I, the last thing I saw him in was like Jumper or Looper. Oh wow, that's been a bit. Yeah, that was the last <laughs> thing I saw him in. <laughs> okay, so best Batman movie of this trilogy. What is your favorite? What is your? Since we got oh, this is gonna be hard if we got like a if we need a tiebreaker. I don't even know how we're gonna do this. I guess we're gonna have uh, to ask Jeremy's wife. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's gonna have That's to be our tiebreaker. Uh, so Jeremy, putting you on the spot. Yeah. What is your favorite of of this small trilogy? Um, I, I will. I'll have to say Dark Knight. Um, it was a close race, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Dark Knight. Close race with who? Uh, with Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. So the so the <laughs> second and the third, it was a close race. Yeah. Are, are, we, are we just trolling? <laughs> I was gonna say, are, are we just trolling Richard here? Is yeah, that, that's yeah. exactly what's happening. <laughs> Which he'll probably do when we come to a certain movie in our list. Uh, anyway. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I've already prepared. That's why I'm just like, this is so skewed. It, anyway. <laughs> no, I will say going into this that like, I will not, I will not, I will I will probably mess with you some on some moment, but I will give my honest answer whenever it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Those mm-hmmms are the sounds of disbelief. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's the it's the Dark Knight. Uh, obviously, I I honestly, if Ledger hadn't had such an amazing performance as the Joker, I probably would have said Batman Begins because I I really do like Batman. Mc- begins quite a lot like i said i've seen all these movies like a billion times when before the dark knight ever came out i watched batman begins like over and over and over and over again um so anyway i 
yeah. The Dark Knight is my favorite of this trilogy. Cool. So it doesn't matter what the fuck I say. Well, the Dark Knight is moving on. But, no, we want to hear what you have to say. But what I have to say is, yes, The Dark Knight. I agree. The Dark Knight hey. is by far the best. Of the- <laughs> uh, Rises probably would, if... Uh, Begins is really good. I really like Begins. I remember when it came out and that was, it was, it got me hyped for comic books again. In fact, uh, when The Dark Knight Rises finished, that's what really got me back into comic books is because I got tired of waiting for superhero movies. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start reading comic books again because that's my shit. That's what I like. I like superhero shit. And I'm tired of waiting however many years for all these X because X Men had been coming out prior to Batman. Spider Man had been coming out prior to X Men, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and I got tired of just waiting for it. Might maybe it was around the same time. Yeah. I know they were they were somewhere in there. Yeah, I can't remember to be honest. Actually, I think X Men did come out before Spider Man because I was in high school when X Men came out. Anyways. That's when the that's when superhero movies actually started coming like to becoming something, and I, I got tired of waiting for movies to like come out, and so that's when I started reading comic books again. If the dark, if Rises had been shorter and had just been Bane, like if I did like a a twenty two cut or whatever, or a Michael cut, like I would just cut out all the the Talia whole bullshit. Like I don't know how I'd do it to make sense or whatever, but that would that would be my biggest thing is cutting all that bullshit out, and just to make it shorter. And that probably would have made it for me. But Heath Ledger's performance is amazing, and like you said, there's just so many good lines. And it's one of those movies that I can I will, I will pick up any of the other two. I won't do, but that one if it's on, I'm I'm turning on. Like that's happening. So yep, unanimous. It's funny how like the table whenever you're talking about it, like the tables have turned a little bit as far as you know. You were tired of waiting on movies, but now you're ready for a break from all the superhero movies because it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a little much. So fucking expensive. Yeah, that and just the, the <laughs> better quality, like we've been saying, kind of thing. Better quality and man, I love a good superhero movie though. I just yeah, one that you can just fucking geek out over and like can't wait for it to come out either now digitally or whatever. But back then was like. When that thing dropped on DVD, it was the oh man, that was yeah. the best. <laughs> so, so yeah, I I just I don't know. All right, y'all come back next week. Wait a second, Jeremy's got something to say. Oh well, I was gonna say like also, just as another random thing is, don't you love that Max dropped the Flash the week after we talked about it? <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I meant to mention that. Yeah, yeah. So right? hey, look, if you haven't seen the Flash, go watch yeah. it on Max. And then go listen to our review of it. There you exactly. go, Richard. Look at you. Doing <laughs> shit. Look at me being chilling our stuff. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, those motherfuckers. I, I thought it was. It's so funny when I was editing that. Uh, I was just like, God damn it. Like, it was just, if we just waited one more week. Of course, I don't know. The episode's dropping tomorrow. So. Yeah. That's true. Hopefully yeah. people will, will have watched it before then. It's good timing. Yeah. Yeah. We we planned it all along, guys. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Just like the yeah. whole X. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're in cahoots with Musk now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we're not. 
right. Come join us next week as we talk about Michael Keaton, Batman, and Batman Returns, and Batman. So uh, <laughs> we're not including The Flash on this one, even though we just watched it. But we're going to do his two solo movies. So this will be fun. I hope so. Anyways, we'll do this all over again. And we'll figure out which one of those two is the best to continue on the Bat Madness bracket. Check it out. on. I'll have it posted up on Instagram so you can keep up with it. And maybe you can watch the movies along with us and you can decide whether or not you can fill out your own bracket to see who's going to win. Yeah, be awesome. In the meantime, where can they find you, Jeremy? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to contact me directly, I have a X, a the platform formerly known as Twitter, a Instagram, and a Threads. And if you can find me under the handle Night Curry, night like day and night, and curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comically comics uh, podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. Yes. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22comics. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. Well, all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. <laughs> I've signed you out for a very important mission. I got a Razzy Zazzy for Bang. It's Bane. You know it's Bane. I'm here every day, Todd. God damn millennials. Whatever, Bang. <laughs> so we're blowing up Todd after dinner. Don't eat so much you get lethargic, but eat enough that you don't get fainty, because I do not bring snacks. The streets will run with Razzy Zazzy.